Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everybody. We are talking about week five, already the end of the first month of 2022. And I believe we also have a new moon coming up and Chinese New Year and all sorts of goodies. So Pam's going to share a lot with us, I'm sure, today. So welcome to ActiveSpirituality.life with Pamela Cuccinell and myself, Susie Mazzoli. Uh, welcome if you are new. Uh, Pam's going to give us about 20 minutes of astrology. Then I'm going to bounce back with our 10-minute meditation. And uh, we are so happy to be here with you right now. Pam, what's in store? Okay, this is, as Susie mentioned, a big week as far as looking at stellar uh, movement because we do have the new moon that occurs early this week, depending on where you are on the planet, Monday or Tuesday. And that for uh, the Eastern calendar begins the lunar new year. And this is significant for many reasons, and I'm going to talk about that. So the 31st is Monday, and on Monday the moon enters the sign of Aquarius at 4.43 a.m. Eastern Time. All the times I give her Eastern, please adjust depending on where you are on the planet. And with the moon entering the sign of Aquarius, we are in the beginnings of coming to that new moon, which begins, kicks off the lunar new year. So at the beginning, which is pretty much the 31st from certainly Eastern time zone, What's happening is we're in the dark of moon. So the dark of moon occurs right before the new moon is exact, about roughly 24 hours before. And it is a wonderful time to look at where you've been and where you're going. So what we do at dark of moon, which we can do every lunar cycle, which happens roughly every 28 days, but especially for this one that begins the Lunar New Year, we want to look at what we have completed, what we are finishing up, what we've decided we're not going to really get to or do in this next lunar cycle or perhaps this year. And so it's really important during Dark of Moon time to put to bed things that we want to finish emotionally, psychologically, physically, tangibly. 
and aim for position ourselves for what we're opening into. Think of a seed that's under the earth and is just starting to crack open. It, you, can, you can see the, the fracture line, but it hasn't opened to the point where moisture can actually come in and receive the nutrients. That's where we are in the dark of moon. Something is awakening. So it's this, it's this period of promise. It's right before the baby uh, crowns and moves out of the birth canal. It is this, this time of promise, potential, and release. But when I think of release, I, and people who've listened to me for a while know this, I don't think of letting go. What I think of is composting what do we take that we are metamorphizing that are we are we are turning into something else and again as you think of the baby kind of coming out of the womb any kind of baby it, it doesn't have to be the human baby but any baby that comes out basically takes goes through this amazing shape-shifting metamorphosis from basically being an aquatic creature <laughs> to breathing air coming out into this new this new potential and and actualizing it so that's where we are this dark of moon day on the 31st and it's amazing to think in terms of, especially since the energy is Aquarius with this particular new moon, we're thinking in terms of what is it that we are going to birth into the greater society. Because Aquarius is about the energy in which the, the person is connected to the whole, whether that person is the odd man out or the, the individual in the center of the room that is uh, uniting people. What energetically are you bringing in to this next lunar cycle and not just the lunar cycle of the next 28 days, but the entire year? So let's talk about that. On the first at 6 a.m., no, sorry, at the, on the first at 12.46 a.m., the new moon is exact <clears throat> Eastern time, and that's on the first. So that's just in the wee hours of February 1st. And so what's happening is we have a arc of time when many people certainly uh, in the Eastern time zone may be sleeping. We have an arc of time where we are coming into actualizing whatever this potential may be. And so it's perfect on Monday evening to put your wishes, intentions underneath your pillow. 
if that's too noisy for you, because sometimes, depending on how sensitive we are, we don't really want to put the written word underneath our pillow because that can disrupt sleep. What I find very helpful sometimes is to put a visual underneath. I use tarot cards. Uh, you might use a photograph. Uh, a lot of people this time of year have made vision boards. Uh, that might be something you want to sleep under. Something that gives you a visual representation of what it is you want to bring in this year. Um, many of our listeners know when I'm in Aquarius yesterday uh, at my uh, birthday acknowledgement with some friends. One friend said to me, what is one promise you're making yourself this year? And I thought that was just such a delicious thing to ask me. She's not an astrologer, but with that knowing that the birthday is a time of, <clears throat> it's your personal new year. So Every time we have a New Year acknowledgement, or in the case of the moon, which is why it's so powerful to acknowledge a new moon, every 28 days we have this return to acknowledge that we have the potential to begin to refresh, to look with new eyes at something. And that's where we are at this period of time. And if you're very busy Monday and Tuesday and you can't quite capture and focus that, no worries because the week opens up with pretty much the first several days allowing this sweep of we are bringing in the new. And I think that's one thing that looks so auspicious and powerful to me about how 2022 is opening. Even though it's not an easy year, it is a year that is poised for tremendous change and growth. So let's get on board that vessel because we want to be the journeyers, the explorers, the warriors, the, the people who are part of the great change and growth that really is a promise of this millennium century. And in this case, this lunar year. So the Lunar year opening ends with a picture of the moon and Saturn, which some people, some astrologers consider that somewhat bummer energy because it means, oh my goodness, there's a lot of emotional work that needs to be done. But let's face it, there's a lot of emotional work that needs to be done. Many of us have been dealing with the transition of what's a reality of a world that's been shifting due to lessons from the pandemic, but also lessons of ecology awareness, climate awareness, 
uh, sociological awareness. We are not in the world that existed in the last millennium, nor should we be. So with that comes some emotional reckoning, some growing up to how we cope with where we're at at this period in time. And dealing with, as I've talked about repeatedly, the grief process that comes along with every time we move through a profound change or shift or loss, there is grief connected to it because we no longer are who we were or can be in the world we used to be. And for some of us, the grief is very personal because of endings that have occurred in our lives. And so that awareness, too, on Tuesday, the moon is void, of course, all day after 6.00 a.m. Eastern Time when it's past that exact picture of the new moon. So in this void, of course, day, Tuesday, with the moon in the sign of Aquarius, it is a really good day to kind of put whatever needs to be put in order for having a good foundation of where you're going next. So complete, uh, continue to process something that you're in the middle of doing, uh, purge for some of us, clearing out closets, getting rid of old stuff, um, whatever needs to happen in order to have a good, clear, cohesive foundation for where you are going. On Wednesday, the second Groundhog Day, that is also in bulk. It is a turn of the wheel, one of the quarters of um, uh, midpoints as we're going through the entire cycle of how the sun travels in relation to the earth. And on this day, the moon enters the sign of Pisces, 6 a.m., 6, yeah, 6 o'clock in the morning, a.m. Eastern time, and it's in Pisces through the next day. And these are really good days, tremendous days for figuring out finances. A lot of people, you know, may have invested whatever your 401ks, your whatever you're investing. Uh, markets have been crazy and car fluey, and that's going to continue for a while. So long-term investment, long-term investment is what Pam keeps saying. And um, don't make yourself crazy with with dips because money also financial investments going through huge shifts and changes and that's why it's important if you do invest invest in things you really believe in because that's it's like any investment relationship um, creative uh, process uh, business uh, believe in it. Don't go for the short term, hey, this could work, you know, let's gamble here. That's not the world in which we're in. 
wherein long-term investment ways of seeing sociologically, financially, emotionally. And uh, so the moon is in Pisces, great day, high creativity Wednesday and Thursday. Mercury goes direct on Thursday. Venus went direct last week, still tracking through its shadow energy, very, very deep about, again, put your heart, your investments in what you value most care about. That's what the focus needs to be. Uh, in general, that's probably a good philosophy, but it really is at this point in time. Uh, so Thursday, as I said, Mercury's direct. It goes direct at 11.13 p.m. in the evening. And again, a really high creative, loving expression day. Very good with money. I'm not talking short-term investment. I'm talking about things that you believe in and are going for the long run. Uh, Friday, the 4th, uh, the moon goes void, of course, at 4.41 a.m., and it enters the sign of Aries at 9.57 a.m. So the morning may feel a little misty, and it's as though it's hard to focus. Uh, really ideal to have put your to-do list in place the night before, especially if you have to hit the ground running on this morning because most of us are going to want to just kind of sit with a hot beverage and stare out the window uh, and meditate because it, it's just energetically not, not about running out the door. However, there is a picture in the sky between Mars and Jupiter, which can really charge up any kind of creative thought. So we may be getting in like these inspiration and ideas which are great to jot down, not necessarily act on in the moment, um, but you can let them cook as we enter into the weekend energy. Now, once the moon enters the sign of Aries, as I said, at 9.57 a.m., uh, many of us are going to want to like start moving much more quickly. It's a fire moon. It's cardinal. It likes to initiate, take on something new. And all that's really great. It's just the caveat here is because of how the moon is aspected over time as it runs through the sign of Aries, it is going to encounter obstacles and blocks. And so what that means is that some of us may be experiencing, not necessarily on Friday, but uh, we may experience, especially when we get to Saturday and Sunday, conditions in which we're held back from whatever the movement may be. So it could be that on Friday, you know, everybody is like fuel gets thrown into the fire. People are excited, you know, whatever was going on earlier in the week with ideas and energy. And then suddenly it's like, oh, there's not enough money. Or why'd you do it this way? Anger, anger may come up for some of us on Friday, especially in the evening. <clears throat> um, not anger. It may be anger within. For some of us, we, we might 
experience anger at ourselves or anger at someone else, or we encounter someone who's angry and pissed off for reasons. It was like, whoa, where did that come from? (laughs) And it's all in how we navigate it always. And so with anger and the thing about anger is that we find how we express anger in our natal relationship with the planet Mars. And anger is, I've had to learn, because I have a very strongly aspected Mars, and many people may find this surprising, considering how even-keeled I seem to be in my voice, and people find me... um, objective and comforting and whatever. Um, As a child, my anger was um, explosive, incredible. And there, that's because of when I came in to this world, I came in with a very powerful engine and I had to learn how to work that power. So when I talk to people about anger, including myself, um, I see anger as being a teacher. Anger is telling you where the injustice is, um, how you want to express yourself, what it is you, where your desire is, your libido energy. It's telling you your ferocity. And that isn't bad. It's how you handle it, how conscious you are of your anger, why you're angry, what to do with your anger in a way that's constructive rather than destructive. And that's why this weekend of the fourth can be so instructive for some of us as it shows us how to express effectively what our desires are, what it is that we want to get across and create. And it may be that you're not the person who's in this place, but it's coming at you from someone you love or work with or just some guy you're passing on the street or a dog. And so it's how do you navigate that, understand it, as being something that is a creative force that's coming at you? And how do you turn that potential for destruction and heat into something that is fine and creates rather than destroys? So the moon goes void, of course, at 12.21 p.m. on Sunday. And we have a nice little period for about five hours until it enters Taurus at 5.52 p.m. And so that afternoon is really great for um, athletic expression, for doing whatever your body is capable of doing that releases chi. So again, don't do something that you're not physically used to doing, but it's wonderful to just sort of let let the chi move to a place of greater equilibrium. And then when the moon enters Taurus at 5.52 p.m., 
You really deserve a delicious evening of relaxation, being in a comfortable environment, enjoying your meal, um, whatever is harmonious and cools down because the moon in Taurus loves to appreciate the physicality of being in the body. And it's Sunday evening, it's time to relax. And now I turn it over to Susie. Who's just relaxing over here, listening. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anger and dealing with anger seems to be a big a big issue spiritually and, and I'm seeing it a lot coming up with, mm -hmm. with the work that I do with private mm -hmm. clients. So I think it's a great thing for us to address today. For this week, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, off we go. So I invite everybody to sit in a place of comfort for ten minutes while we jump into our meditation, and just take this time to, if you can, sit straight and take a few deeper breaths, and just allow yourself to. Become fully present. And with each breath, just recognizing that this is you. This is your life. Or this is me. This is my body. This is my little 10 minute meditation break. And this is my life. These are my thoughts. This is my time. And just get very comfortable with your own breath for a few moments. And as we settle into this, recognizing that in this moment, in this short little space now, we can be very honest, we can be very vulnerable and we can really let our feelings, our true emotional state come to the surface because a lot of the time we are compromising or shifting around to adjust to a particular situation or to perhaps hide something that we're feeling or perhaps we do have a lot of anger and we're trying to contain it. So just get in touch with that true state. And that state might be very peaceful and comfortable or it might not be. So whatever it is, without judgment, just allowing that state to be. And then let's remember the last time that we were filled with anger when we felt that there was something that happened to us or around us, with us, that brought up that anger. And everybody knows anger. Everybody's experienced it. Everybody feels it. Some of us 
it's perhaps more common and more often for us. For others, it might be the rare occasion. But, but, but we all know anger. And we all know perhaps too that feeling of I need to take command or I need to be more in control, this is too much, I don't want to express all of this. Sometimes we say a lot of things in anger that we don't mean or that we do really mean but we don't really want to say them. So just notice how you are with anger and just notice what type of response or reaction you have. And some people clearly try to avoid it and will hold it in, and some people clearly don't. So just notice where you are. Notice what it is. And then just notice what is it that gets you angry? What is it that that time and time again comes up and gets you upset? Just notice if there's a little bit of a pattern there. If you really know yourself well, you'll be able to say that very quickly. And just be in acceptance. Okay, so when this happens, this is how I react. This is what I tend to do or this is what I would like to do. Just understanding the anger and really understanding the triggers, the feelings, the times when it does get to you. And now... Let's just do a very simple kind of exercise where we just distill down all of the details, all of the bits and pieces of the story, and let's just distill it down to the actual energy. And as you bring it down, you can feel that anger has a very strong energy. Just take it down as if, if you can just imagine that there's like a, like a, a pot. And inside that pot, inside that bowl or inside that box, there's a whole bunch of different emotions and you can access all those different emotions. It's your box. You can have anger, you can have joy, you can have all sorts of things in that box. And that box contains all these different emotions. And as you go through them like a, like a list, you can see that there are different emotions that might actually be in opposition with each other, different emotions that might be close to each other. And just notice how much of the contents of that box do you access? 
how many different variations, how many different types of emotions do you feel during the day? How much of the spectrum of emotions do you access during your day-to-day life? And just notice how much is spent in this perhaps strong emotion of anger. And then just distill it down. So we're going to take off the edge of the anger and just realize that the anger is energy. And it can come out as an explosion. It can come out as as an argument. It can come out also in many different ways. So as we take it down back to energy, then we can recreate it to come out in a different way as wisdom, as compassion, as understanding, as communication. So let's just take that as an example now of the last time when you got really, really angry and just distill it back down to just energy. So at the beginning of everything is just energy. Take it down to that state and then see really how would I like to express this? How would I like to, in this moment, express this? With more loving kindness, with more understanding, with more compassion. How can I take this emotional state and really utilize it for for a perhaps a a more deeper, more effective way of communicating. And this can all happen in a millisecond, just as we breathe in, we have awareness of the situation, we take a deeper breath and we decide, how would I like to express myself? How would I like this to come into the world? And with these very simple methods, we can become more and more in command of our emotional state, more and more even killed, more and more aware, recognizing that. In every moment, we have this ability to really be in command. And as we take a few deeper breaths, gently opening our eyes and becoming fully present with just that little bit more awareness today, that little bit more in command of emotions, of feelings, of who I am and of what I am here now in this world today. Thank you everyone for joining us. Thank you so much Pam. Looks like we've got um, a week cut out for us so 
Have fun and love now, everyone. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.